In a small town in Poland lived a poor, God-fearing Jew named Getzel. He was known by the name of his trade, Getzel the Hide Stripper. His job was to strip the hide off of animals that had been shechted in the local schlachthuis, the local slaughterhouse. Getzel was a strong man and could turn over an entire bull while skinning it without any help. But it was not a pleasant job and didn't pay very well, so Getzel barely scraped by. But he was one of those people who are happy with their lot and have no complaints, as it says in Perkei Avos, Ezehu Ashir Sameach Bechelko. The one who is wealthy is the one who is happy with what he has. The time came when the hide stripper felt, after 120 years, that he was about to return his neshama to Shemayim. He sent his wife to the Rav to ask the Rav to come and visit him. The wife hurried to the Rav and told him that her husband is dying and urgently wished to speak to the Rav. Would the Rav please come? The Rav said, of course. He closed his safer, took his shamash, and they followed the woman to her humble house. At the door of her house, the woman stepped to the side and opened the door so the rabbi and his shamash could go in first. As the rabbi entered, he stopped suddenly with a look of astonishment on his face. He stepped back and closed the door. But after a moment, he opened it again and entered. The face of the dying man lit up as he saw the rav. He apologized profusely for having troubled the rabbi to come to his bedside. Rabbi, he said, I can tell that I am about to leave this world, and my mind is troubled. I never had much time to learn Taita. All I know is the davening and to say to Hillim. As for good deeds, well, what good deeds could a poor person like me ever have done? I don't think I ever did a good deed to one of my neighbors. Getzel the hide stripper continued. Now that I'm about to appear before the Bezdin Shalmila, the heavenly court, I shudder to think that I will be showing up empty-handed with nothing to show for all the years that I've wandered on earth. And worse, I have no one to say Kaddish and Davin for my neshama. This is why I've asked you to come here, and I beg your pardon. Please do me this great kindness. Arrange for somebody to say Kaddish for me and daven for my neshama, even though there is no way that I can repay the person who would do this for me. Of course, of course, said the rabbi. I'm sure you have nothing to fear, though. You've done all that was expected of you in your circumstances. Our sages say that there's not a Jew who is not as full of good deeds as a pomegranate is full of seeds. I'm sure you've done many good deeds. Tell me some of them. I'm sorry, Rabbi, but I have none. No good deeds will come along with me to the Oilam HaMS, the world of truth. The Rabbi insisted, I am quite certain that you have done something very special. Please, think hard. Getzel the hide stripper closed his eyes. Only his heavy breathing could be heard. A few moments later, he opened his eyes and looked at the Rabbi. Yes, Yes, I do remember something that you might call a good deed, but I don't think it was very special. It happened many years ago. I was walking to work 
at the Schlachthuis, which was some distance from town. The road led over a steep hill. As I reached the bottom of the hill, I heard a noise behind me. I turned around and saw a team of horses, harnessed to a wagon, coming down the hill. The wagon was crowded with people, men, women, and children, all dressed in their finest, probably headed to a wedding or some kind of simcha. But the horses were out of control. The wagon driver was unable to direct them. Realizing the danger to all the people in the wagon, I stepped into the middle of the road and spread out my arms to slow down the horses. When they reached me, I jumped aside, grabbed hold of the side of the wagon, climbed into the wagon, and got the reins from the driver. I gradually managed to calm and slow down the horses so that they were simply trotting, and then walking, and then they were still. I took the wagon into the town, where the wedding was getting underway. The passengers were none the worse for their experience, a little bit shaken perhaps, but I went off to work, and that's all I ever heard about it, and that's all there is to it. My friend, said the rabbi, you've done a great thing. It will certainly stand you in good stead when they judge your case in the Bezdin Shalmila. I will certainly see to it that Kaddish will be said for you, Neshama. And now I ask you a favor in return. If you are able to do it, please let me know how the Bezdin Shalmila dealt with you. Getzel agreed, and the rabbi left. On the way back, the Shamash asked the rabbi why he had first went into the room and then stepped back and closed the door before re-entering the room. Yes, said the rabbi. I will tell you what happened. When I first went through the door and I looked in at Getzel lying in his bed, I saw a menorah all lit up over the headrest of the bed. I realized that the man lying in the bed was no ordinary Jew, but a tzaddik. So I closed the door for a moment to think how to handle the situation. Now we know why the Menaita was there. This man risked his own life to save the lives of others. And you know what our sages say about this extraordinary mitzvah. Whoever saves the life of even one Jew, it's like they saved an entire world. This man saved a wagon full of people and then walked away as if he had done nothing remarkable or memorable. He will surely have a very bright spot in Gan Eden. Getzel the hide stripper indeed passed away and was laid to rest amongst the righteous of the community in the cemetery. Three days later, Getzel Shlomo appeared to the rabbi in a dream, and he said as follows, Rabbi, I made a promise that I am now permitted to fulfill. I came to tell you that when I appeared before the Bezdin Shalmaila, the heavenly court, there was a large scale weighing up my wrongdoings against my mitzvahs. On the left scale, my wrongdoings were piled up. On the right scale, my good deeds were stacked up. To my surprise, there were quite a few. But as I had feared, my wrongdoings outweighed the mitzvahs quite heavily. 
just as the Besden was about to pronounce my sentence, a wagon, drawn by a pair of horses, came dashing out of nowhere and landed on the side of the scale where my mitzvahs were. The horses, the wagon, the people in the wagon, even the driver, and even the mud that clung to the wheels and the hooves of the horses weighed down the scale in my favor. Thereupon, a voice called out, Open the gates of righteousness for the righteous. But before I was allowed to go into the gates of Ganadin, I was told that I must fulfill my promise to you. So I came to tell you how I was dealt with. More than this, I am unable to tell you. But Rabbi, you must let it be known how great the mitzvah of helping a fellow Jew is. What seems like a small thing in the world below may tip the scale quite decisively in the world above. Mm-hmm.